0: Hi everybody, welcome back to Pagan's Reading Nook. My name is Pagan and today I am joined by a debut author who I am super excited to have on the show and that is Eden Knox. Eden is the author of Tripping for Number 68, which goes live on August 8th, 2023, hopefully, uh, barring any, you know, complications. But as of right now, that is the release date. Eden, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. This is going to be so much fun. First one, even. I know. I am I get to be your podcast person that's first. Woo! Yay! Oh, be gentle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so prior to the show, Aiden and I have already made very good friends with each other. We have talked about all sorts of cool stuff. But we're going to dive straight into your book. And this is a hockey romance, correct? It is. Yes, and um, we are excited for the hockey romances. I am a loving person, well, I am a person who loves hockey, that's what I'm saying. Um, and yes. I love the hockey romances. I have read many at this point and plan to read many, many more because I don't know what it is about the hockey, but whew, yes, more please. So, let's talk about tripping for number 68. How did it come into being? Well, um, so also
1: long-time hockey fan um <laughs> i i can vouch i'm i am not just a newcomer to the hockey scene like oh you know um i had my heart broken by Yaromir mir yager when i was like 15 so
0: oh <laughs> he,
1: he got traded to the capitals
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and that hurt far more than any boy band breaking up
0: um <laughs> you're a die-hard hockey fan which is awesome which makes for even better writing because you know the game.
1: It it helps. It definitely helps. Um I tried to walk this fine line with my book with all right, putting in hockey details while at the same time not alienating everybody where they're like what are you talking about? No, these things do happen um but yeah so like old 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 pittsburgh penguins fan um also a columbus blue jackets fan which apparently means i'm like you know i'm an anomaly because they're supposed to be mortal enemies but all i can see is a why choose
0: oh hey i mean that's the way to go you know enemies to lovers too
1: absolutely i go to a if i go to a blue jackets game because they are closer Then, and the Penguins happen to play. I'm happy. I am a winner no matter what. Mm -hmm. Um, So it works out fabulous. Um, So yeah, um, hockey is my jam. Uh, Football's also my jam. And I'm not, I may or may not have a little like plot bunny that's floating around that's football based because, yeah. Um, But like yeah, hockey's always been a thing, and it's like, wouldn't it be cool if I wrote a book that kind of tied all of my likes into one little happy book? And of course, then I realized there's kind of a lot out there. <laughs> <laughs> um, I w- I won't say that's not slightly <laughs> um, uh, like it's a little a little bit like oh I'm I'm jumping into the deep end here because it it's already the pool
0: is full. The pool is full, <laughs> but you know what? It's okay because that just gives us more opportunities to dive into books that we love and the genres that we love and there are a lot of hockey people out there that will read anything and everything to do with hockey. So, you have an audience out there that's just waiting. I'm I'm hoping
1: so. And then it's like on the on the other side of it is okay, so I enjoy hockey. I obviously enjoy romance because I am, I'm a bookworm raccoon. Give me all of the trash. All (laughs) of it. I don't care. (laughs) I don't care how bad it is. I want all of it. So it's like my little like Venn diagram of hockey and romance. And then add in like a sprinkling of like Letterkenny chirps. Okay. you know, because I love that back and forth thing. Um, Kate Prada is highly looking forward to this because she wanted like Shorzy level of chirps with a romance book. And I'm hoping I hit the note. Um, it was my goal uh, because I love all of that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I just want to put it all into all into the one book that I would want to read because they all everybody always says write the book that you want to read that's definitely the way that a lot of books come into being that's for sure so here we go here we have um elliot who's our our main male character he's he was supposed to be a bad boy he did not listen (laughs) (laughs) he um Instead of be- giving me that bad boy energy that I wanted, he instead gave me golden retriever energy. So he um, was a golden retriever that needed to be trained. <laughs> yes, yeah. and most definitely. And then our, our female main character, Ronnie or um, Veronica, um, be- <laughs> she only lets her friends and people she's cool with call her ronnie and poor elliot is not on the list (laughs) (laughs) he's not allowed to call her ronnie (laughs) he doesn't know why (laughs) but um they she she's in pr she's trying to fix all of the all of the fun crap that he keeps bringing up and you know all of the dumb things he ends up doing because he he just kind of skips along through life like this is fun and it's like yeah you can't really do things like that because public image counts um (laughs) which is where ronnie comes into play ronnie is trying to fix his image um and it's like don't do stupid stuff come on um And of course, they have to work very closely together. They're forced into this proximity of, you know, workplace and forced proximity. I'm hitting all the good trope notes here, can't you tell? Mm -hmm. Um, And the more they hang out, the more it's like, okay, maybe you're not as bad as all that. You're kind of cute. All of that. So then they, they kind of end up together, as one does, because... It would be a romance novel otherwise <laughs> and um even though uh, the biggest reason why she had to take him on as a project was his ex-girlfriend sold pictures of his junk to tabloids
0: oh um, yeah it's like you know he thought it was a good idea at the time <laughs> they always do until it bites I- them in the ass
1: Exactly. So now she has to go through clean up his image because all people can see are big scandal. And um, it it was just a fun time. It was so much fun to it kind sounds of sounds like, like build like a great this. book. And it's not. It's actually going to be book one in a series. Oh, very nice. Because, of course, you can't just write one book. They're like Pringles. Once you pop, you can't stop. It's so true. (laughs) It's like, I thought I was only going to get to use that with the actual chip and with tattoos, but no. Mm -mm. (laughs) Writing books also, once you pop, you can't stop. Um, Yep. So we've got a couple of other relationships that you can see starting in Tripping. And they're all they're both going
0: to get their own um hopefully in the next year. that will be very awesome. I'm excited for it. I'm super excited to read the book, obviously. um, and the the cover is just gorgeous. Um now that was the cover was created by another romance riot creator slash author, Yay. um Rose Johnson, right? Yes, yeah, um, oh my
1: goodness, everybody needs to get a cover from Roz I swear um and that one like it started off very off the cuff just kind of I am not artistic Mm -hmm. I mean I can write (laughs) I can I can give you a visual but to put it into something you can see and make it make sense maybe not my high point so I did the Canva thing because that's what we do. Mm -hmm. You know, we start off with, let me throw these stock photos together and see what sticks. Um, So I had built this thing and it was kind of messy and it needed a lot of work. It really did. And um, Roz looked at it and was like, Hey, uh, can I play with that famous last words? And and she did. I mean, like, I I want to say over the course of like forty five minutes or so, um, my cover came into being. Like from this is what I started with to well, let me play with the little, and then it was like, wait, let me play with the font. And okay, yeah, here we go. And I've I've gotten some great feedback off of it. So um, oh yeah. 10 out of 10 would highly recommend, um, anyone that's looking for, um, for cover work, um, her main author or the main design page is Melting Rose Designs Mm -hmm. on, um, TikTok as well as, I believe on Insta, um, but yes, um, pre, she's got some pre-mades, um, she does custom, it's, yeah, and then as as we tend to do, us creative types, it's like, all right, yo, all right, cover, cool. And then it's like, who's doing your formatting? It's like, uh, formatting? What's
0: it's that? Like, that's that's a thing. <laughs> I I didn't know I had to do that too. <laughs>
1: oh yeah.
0: <laughs> um, I remember those I, days when I first started my books as well. Yeah. It's like, how do you format? How do I do that? Cool. Yeah. What What is this
1: formatting thing you speak of? <laughs> um, so then that kind of evolved into um, she's got um, software that she wanted to play with and see see how it worked. And it was like, so um, I can can I format you so that way I get experience with this and I can play with it and have like a reason to, please. Um, so yes um and she's gone through and all of my fun little like so okay baby author fun because baby authors bring along their own brand of fun Mm -hmm. Um, I now know um that hitting tab is not the same as an indent it looks the same but it is not the same um I now know that, um, dashes can be, they can look however you'd like them to look with spaces and whatnot, but you really need to pick one before you get too far into it. Because when you have 280 pages and, um, your ADHD brain puts lots of m dashes in places <laughs> and ellipses, um, your proofreader and formatter will thank you if you pick a style and go with it.
0: Mm-hmm. That is very true. And- Lessons learned. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's the thing about being, you know, a new author. There's such a huge learning curve that you have that, you know, when somebody's like, oh, I'm going to write a book. And it's like, cool. Have you thought about X, Y, and Z? And, all of the other letters that go with that, mm-hmm. <laughs> you, and that long laundry list of things you have to do because, you know, writing a book that's the easy part. Everything after that is the hard part. And oh, so, yeah. you know, making sure that your cover is done, making sure your formatting's done, making sure that you've had twenty thousand five hundred and twenty-one edits done mm-hmm. because you know that's how many is required. No, actually, it's not how many is required, but that's how many it feels <laughs> it's like. <a> lot. <laughs> And then making sure that your promos are done, making sure that you're advertising. I mean, God, it's a lot, mm-hmm. it is a lot. It is a full-time, literally, you know, being an author, they, authors tend to often work full-time jobs in addition to writing their books. But being an author is a full-time job because you have all these other things that you have to do to successfully market your book. And even then, sometimes it's not 100% successful, but you're still getting it out there. And sometimes the first book obviously doesn't take off the way that you want it to, but it takes off after you've published book three, and you're like, "Where were you guys d- when I marketed book one?" <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so it's it's a whole process, and you mm-hmm. know, for anybody who's listening, you know, if that's something that you're wanting to do, write the book, do it anyway. It's going to be a struggle, and it's going to be tough, but you know what? Write the book anyway. And then go join the Romance Riot Discord because they will help yes. you. <laughs> oh my god. If it was not for if it wasn't for
1: finding the Romance Riot, I don't know if I would be at this point. To be totally honest. And I love every single person that's in there. Um Kate has been like the biggest cheerleader. She is the biggest cheerleader for Everybody. Mm-hmm. Um Sherry. Oh, yeah, I have to give props to um Sherry L. Williams. She's proofreading. She's proofreading my book. She's also proofreading, I think, about a half dozen other books all at the same time. Lord have mercy on her eyeballs. They're going to start melting and bleeding out of her face. Um, I felt horrible for her Friday because Friday we're trying to like get my Get my stuff ready because, um, yeah, other baby, baby author lessons learned. um, Deadlines, while they may help your brain kind of keep things straight, you shouldn't really commit to solid deadlines until you are fully edited, proofed, ready. Then set your good, big deadlines and public stuff. Because I kind of did it backwards. Um, and And I set dates before I was ready. And so she's trying to get me proofread so I can upload the PDF. And we had a moment of, you know what, let's take a step back. Let's let's wait a little bit before we go live. Um, make sure we have enough passes because, yes, that's important. And she has been so incredibly patient with me <laughs> um, because baby authors are a... Br- whole new level of chaos and hijinks (laughs) Um,
0: and I can see it
1: (laughs) so now it's like okay so um, book one we're almost done with actually Sherry should be um, as we are speaking right now I believe she was doing final pass today Um, and then I'm doing you know one more go through of everything that she had in there and handing off to Roz so then tomorrow morning Roz can start formatting and get both of my formats done because ebooks are a separate format from Mm -hmm. paperback and that's even separate from hardcover if I remember right but I'm not I'm not at a hardback level just yet (laughs) and I know this (laughs) um but um paperback and ebook okay where we'll start small start here and um so then that should all be ready because amazon wants you to upload your pdf for ebooks by um, 72 hours prior to mm-hmm. when you went live um so i have until this coming friday uh yay um it was supposed to be last friday and it was like while well, we can't we probably shouldn't um I have a notebook full of lists of things that I now know and things that I need to take under advisement in the future. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Book two is going to be go smoother because of things that I'm learning from book one. Yes, so um, that's and it's an added bonus. But yeah, Sherry immediately kind of jumped in uh, with you know because of course these things like editing formatting proofreading uh, cover art if somebody's going to do it for you there's usually some kind of payment or payoff in Mm -hmm. some format yes um bartering is a valid form of legal tender yes in our industry and i am so incredibly thankful for that because we are all we're all broke when we are starting.
0: <laughs> I mean, technically, um, authors still fall under that whole starving artist kind of thing, you know. Yes, we do. So <laughs> it, it's definitely, like I was saying before, that's why a lot of authors you see work full-time jobs. They do their full-time mm-hmm. thing, um, you know technically the podcasting thing is my job that's what I do um but you know in addition to that I try to write and I try to blog and I try to, I try to do like 50 things at once and I'm looking at my mm-hmm. schedule now and I'm going um you might be girl bossing a little too close to the sun <laughs> just a little bit um Did but you are your
1: clone from Amazon yet uh <laughs> is it they, on back they, order I was
0: gonna say do they sell those I haven't seen one um, is it available <laughs> can i just get a doppelganger please that would be great uh but yeah like it's such a big deal to you know do so much stuff when it comes to writing your books and it's a process and you know for those who are just readers and you're like i need book two now and the authors who can get books out like back to back to back those are the Mm -hmm. ones that also write them back to back to back like or writing them at the same time so when one goes to editing, book two is probably getting finished and then it's going to immediately go to editing while the other one's getting corrected. And then it goes into production and then it goes to publishing. Then like a month and a half later, the other one goes into, you know, uh, formatting and then production. And then about a month or so later, or two or three months later, then book two's out. Like I had to ask like professional authors who are like, Big name. I'm like, how do you do it? Like, how do you put out a book every couple of months? Like, do you sleep? And they're like, no, I just write them all at the same time. I'm like, dude, I don't know if I can do that. (laughs) That has to be. So, my day job when
1: I'm not, you know, being a romance, riot, chaos goblin is I work in a library. Oh, nice. I mean, my Venn diagram is a circle. I play with books all the time <laughs> um but my biggest yeah that has to be one of like it, it's not like the meaning of life that is not the biggest question my biggest question is how do james patterson and danielle Steele do it We're because they are seriously putting out Stephen three King. every three months <laughs> yes um some the number crazy of- authors The number of books that I'm putting out on the Fast Reads shelf, um, because at our particular library system, we have a shelf of seven-day borrows. It's, you can't put a hold on it, you can't renew it, it's, you have it for seven days and then you turn it back in. Um, And it's usually the hottest of hot books that just came out. And Danielle Steele will, no joke, have like two of them on the shelf at the same time. And it's usually they get to be up there for like four months. Wow. And it's like, I'm it's like, how did you do it? How have you been doing this since the nineties? Because my mama used to be a Daniel Steele mm-hmm. reader. That was mine. <laughs> I I guess low-key, I kind of cut my um romance reading teeth on Daniel Steele and the Harlequins in the white paperbacks. Mm-hmm. White covers with the little circle in the middle with the like oil painting photo like picture in the middle. Yep, because my grandma had those. Um, the big joke in my family is that um, I'm a multi generational smut peddler. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> because <laughs> back in the day, um, when little baby me um, is was you know still in you know middle school high school um hauling the books of danielle Steele um for mom from the library Um, my grandmother would get she would get the harlequins and her and her friends in her like little craft clubs would take the white bags that the apples came in Mm -hmm. from the grocery store and you could stack the paperbacks and have like a dozen of them in the bag without like straining the seam. Mm-hmm. And so every time she went to a craft club or a knitting circle or whatever, one of those bags accompanied her. Mm-hmm. And Grandma had arthritis, so someone had to carry the bag. Um, so I had started off carrying the bag at one point. and then my my eldest daughter, <laughs> when um when we came back home, grandma was our child care for a little bit so um she would go over to grandma's house and then grandma would be going over to you know walking over to craft club or whatever and my daughter would then carry the little white bag of the white cover harlequins <laughs> to craft club <laughs> um and then here i am i'm writing the things <laughs> and um while grandma's no longer with us it's like I feel like she would approve of all of this I Definitely. don't necessarily want her reading my book um I I wrote my dedication and um, and I gave it to Roz already so it could be formatted and put in the book but it straight up has a line in there you know of course you know thanking my friends and family and all that and it's like I love you But please don't read these chapter numbers. (laughs) Get these. Please. Because I
0: don't want family gatherings to be awkward. (laughs) I just tell my family, just don't read my books. It's just easier. And of course, my mom's like, I want (laughs) copies of your books. No, ma'am, you don't. No, you don't. You don't. <laughs> you are a good Christian woman. No, you <gasps> don't. Oh, no. <laughs> no, you don't, ma'am. No, 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 no. There is there's smut in them pages. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. My best friend's mom. Um,
1: so. She's kind of my sister wife. Um, we our daughters are the same age and we went to like college visits together because carpooling and going to college visits together, it gives you that built-in somebody to talk to. And then also, you know, just kind of, you're not alone. Mm -hmm. Um, It's being efficient. Well, we would go together and, or at least, you know, meet up at the school together and, (laughs) So we'd be sitting there hanging out and talking back and forth and like her husband would be like off getting coffee and, and like the alumni are circulating and they'd come up and they would talk to us like we were, we were the parents of the child in question. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, we're not technically together like that or like
0: (laughs) you think, Um. It's like, thank you for trying to be inclusive, <laughs> but uh, you got the signals all wrong. <laughs> we, we appreciate the inclusivity, yes. <laughs> so now the the
1: running joke is, um, and then we also did a, um, a scout trip as a group, and her husband, herself, and me, we were the chaperones, the mm-hmm. adults, and we're traveling as a pack together, and the girls are all ahead of us and um we were (laughs) we were in savannah georgia um so um we're like going through the squares and we're walking along we're trying to get to the julia gordon lowe house and um this this gentleman off to the side who's you know trying to like you know sell his art and stuff he looks over at her husband they are the ones legally married i'm 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 not attached to them in any kind of format but he looked <laughs> he looked at her husband and goes so you have a beautiful family <laughs> at which point um we look at each other um because you know after knowing somebody for 20 years you can have a wordless conversation just by making eye contact mm-hmm. and so we just kind of look at each other like did he just say what he said she said and so yes now for the last five years. I think anytime we get together, it's wifey. Um, you know, can we borrow my brother, husband, um, <laughs> all the this. So we're close. We are family. Um, they call me aunt or her girls call me aunt. Um, my girls call her aunt is we, we are the family that we wanted that, um, we didn't, don't actually share DNA and it's fine. Um, But um, both she and her mom read like Wanda Brunstetter, um, Amy Clipson, um, the love-inspired line from Harlequin in particular. Mm -hmm. Um, That's their jam. And that's perfectly fine. We all have our, not every book is for everybody. And we all have our preferred flavors. That is theirs. Um, they all want my book. And I'm like, okay, so I I am I am open to this. However, I just want to make sure you know what you're getting into. (laughs) Just so you you know, there's dirty pages. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) There's going to be things in here that you don't read in other books. and what's even funnier is then my niece's um, her daughters are also very like we we're getting your book right we we want your book we're buying your book, and I'm like,
0: eh. like <laughs> do you have to.
1: Um, on the plus side, um, I'm now the cool aunt that has um, the great book racks. So, nice, nice. Um, we. We've maybe, like, you know, had some inroads that direction, because I'm like, at first, I'm like, I am not going to corrupt
0: my nieces this way. (laughs) And then you turn around, and they're just like, we have TikTok, do you have these books? Right. And then you just basically become, you know, the the dirty book (laughs) dealer, which is, you know... I guess better than drugs, A-A-O. but at the same time, <laughs> mm, you know, that's okay. We exactly. like that. We like dirty books and we, we like all the great book talk references. So oh, absolutely. That being said, mm-hmm. what is your favorite current read right now? Ooh. Oh goodness. I have to pick one. You have to pick one. <laughs> one. Singular. <laughs> I mean you could give me your top three, but one would be better. So if you can't pick just one, give me your top three. Oh no.
1: Okay. So um I would probably be remiss if I did not um if I did not name drop um some romance riot. Um I may or may not still have the because I save um I have a tendency to save like links and things mm-hmm. forever. Um, so I still have like the the link to the link tree that was the um tan lines and TBRs. Um because read events. It was amazing. I, I had some serious FOMO because I didn't have my book ready yet. And I'm like, I wanna play too. Um, and I didn't get to, but that's okay because everybody else got to, and I thoroughly enjoyed pimping out everybody else. Mm-hmm. Um I did not get all of the buttons pushed during the freebie event, but that's fine because that means I'm not getting your free book. I'm paying you coin for your book. Mm-hmm. So it's a win-win all the way around. And so um yeah, I still have the link or the, the list and I I like to refer back to it periodically. Um so let's see Kate Prada. um I've I've been still chipping away at wraith I love Emily hmm Emily is goals she's my goals um let's see here April D Berry, um right next door was the cutest freaking little read ever mm-hmm. um, so and that one is out they're actually on the mild side of of the spice scale. So right. I I can recommend that those all day long. And I've even recommended them at work. Um because on occasion we get the patrons that come in and they're like ebooks all over the place. And it's like I have, I have Kindle Unlimited too. And it's like funny you mentioned Kindle Unlimited because I happen to have a rundown lists of authors. Um so definitely that um shoot so many Um, so
0: many book titles to choose from I know (laughs) it's like oh oh no what have I done (laughs) Um,
1: because then I'll feel bad if somebody's like if if I if I don't get to rep somebody I'm like
0: I mean to be fair, like they're I've got like almost an entire month of interviews with just romance riot authors, so they're they're getting repped one way or the
1: other. If if I miss them, somebody else might get them. So, um, oh goodness, um, going off the riot path, um, I would I probably would not be a a hockey romance writer worth her salt if I did not recommend Samantha Whiskey. Um, she is on Kindle Unlimited. Um I I cannot deny I'm like, I want I want to be her brain. <laughs> I, want, I want to be her brain. I want to know how she did this because she's got not just one team, but technically three oh goodness um because she like she starts off her series with the Seattle Sharks which is a team of her own making obviously Mm -hmm. um you start off with um Gage who at the time is like a very seasoned veteran player and then he turns coach um but it follows like him and his teammates through the Seattle Sharks system then he gets hired as the coach for the Carolina Reapers, which I freaking love that team. That's name a great name. name. It wow. Is <laughs> fabulous. Um, and then there's a whole series of books from the players of the Carolina Reapers. But she doesn't stop there. One of her players on the Reapers, his brother is a quarterback for the Rally Raptors, who is a football team. Not too far down the road, um and then there's a whole section of books there, and it's like you have the formula you have
0: this figured out, uh-huh, um you know who you they're would all, they're all solid reads you would probably I don't know if you've already read them, but um, have you read the Carolina Comet series by Tegan Hunter? I haven't yet um. It's on my list. They're so good. On my list. They're they um they're books that I can read pretty much in a day because I can't put them down, and they're so so good. They're not like heavy heavy spice, but they're cutesy kind of playfully romance with some spice thrown in. And it's just they're so good. Like they're a great palate cleanser. I went from reading Haunting Adeline to those, which was fantastic choice on my part. <laughs> Who I needed. All a, need a palate cleanser. We need a palate Adeline. cleanser. <laughs> um,
1: but yeah, I still haven't finished that one. I I got Haunting. I got hunting done. Or wait, no, I'm getting it backwards. Haunting was first. Haunting was second. Okay, yeah. I got Haunting done. I've
0: I've only dipped my toe into hunting because I haven't read deep. I haven't read hunting yet because I'm just like Ooh. oh I don't know if I'm I don't know if I am mentally <laughs> prepared for this <laughs> it's a lot like girl bossing way too close to the sun yeah a little bit a little bit don't get me wrong the books yeah. are fantastic um oh yeah the, they're wonderful but oh boy um I am definitely a Zaid girl but there's some stuff in book two that I'm yeah. just like i don't know if i can handle that Um, h.g carlton has a way with words yeah she's she's got
1: amazing talent however as much as i like to talk like i am this huge badass and i can read anything i want (laughs) um maybe within reason and maybe i am the soft and squishy cancerian that i was born to be because it's like Why is it
0: so spicy? It's so dark. (laughs) I'm one of those people that also is like, yeah, I can read anything. And then there's some books out there that I have read that I'm like, what the fuck? (laughs) Excuse you.
1: (laughs) I made it through Den of Vipers, but it took me like three tries.
0: I have not read Den of Vipers, but I've heard it's like it is a combination between really good and whoa. Um, Yes, So I'm kind of. That one's on the fence for me. I'm not sure if I'll get mm-hmm. to it. It's, it's somewhere on my TBR, but I have like 200 other books I'd read before that. Um, my girl child
1: has, um, because my eldest, I keep trying to convince her she needs to do cover art. Um, mm-hmm. Because, you know, she's got her bachelor's in fine arts now. She loves illustration. Um, she likes drawing pretty ladies though, and not so much dudes. So um, getting... Getting a cover out of her for a romance book is maybe not happening. However, she is a creative, and um, so she likes to make correlations between things as well. When it comes to our spice scale, um, she feels, and she feels very strongly about this, that we should use the Buffalo Wild Wings sauce scale, and maybe sometimes the dry rub, because sometimes it's saucy, and sometimes it's a dry rub. (laughs) And I'm like... I made this. I
0: created this. <laughs> that is epic. That is an epic way to like think about that. That it, it really is. And... It seriously is. And then the sauce levels, um, from mild to you know to hot,
1: you've got all of the levels. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it it works. It does I, work. I need to figure out how to make and. I should probably punish her by making her make this graphic for me um a way to make that kind of scale because they've got their graphic with all of their sauces and all of that and it's like if I make one like that then I can sit there and go okay so this book would fall like this sauce level Mm -hmm. if and it would be a great reference point but I'm sure they would probably want coinage if I tried to use their
0: image. You would, you would have to find maybe instead of using the sauces, maybe use different kinds of peppers and their Scoville levels. Yes, that would probably be the better way to do that. Be like, hey, this is a Carolina Reaper spice. <laughs> yes. Um, of vipers would
1: definitely fall in that Carolina Reaper ghost pepper level. It's a lot. It's okay. a lot, and you can't get it out from
0: under your fingernails once you get in there um so you have to be careful with that one <laughs> another great book Rick, that i will always recommend is priest by sierra simone have you oh, read that oh my that? god yes <gasps> yes i made um, my husband read that book like literally i was sitting there going and i was like Whew. Like I had to close the book several times and I'm like, did I just read that? Oh my God. Yes, you did. And then I would open back up and he's like, are you okay? And I'm like, when I finish this book, you are going to read it. And he's like, um, I am. And I said, yeah, you are. And then he got done with it. And he was like, the holy oil scene. I will never look uh-huh. at anything like that uh-huh. ever the same again. I was like, I know, right? <laughs>
1: Oh, uh, so funny. if anybody
0: hasn't read that book that's a great one um I also have a funny story on that one <laughs> uh everybody who's listening we have mentioned a lot of books i have a character limit on the uh episodes so all of the book recs will not be in the show description there will only be a set amount of them in the show description uh just listen carefully and take notes that's all i'm going to tell you because mm. i can't fit them all we've talked about a lot and I mean, this is a book podcast. Just take notes and it add them to your is. TBRs. It's cool. Anyway, um, carry on. <laughs> oh, no worries.
1: So um
0: if you have not listened to Priest, go back and listen to the audiobook. My one of my best friends listened to Priest and uh I, I got King Morgan. <laughs> I, I got all of the the highlights of uh mm-hmm. the audiobook from him and it was great. So mm-hmm. Uh yes. Also, ladies, have your husbands read the dirty books. Trust me. Yes. You'll you'll I thank have... us for that. You'll thank us for that.
1: I have mine <laughs> listening to J.R. Ward Black Dagger Brotherhood right now. Oh, that's a great book series. It was a kind of a weird little um a weird little journey for him. He only does audiobooks. Mm-hmm. He he prefers to listen not to read, but it is a valid form of Reading, yes. Um, and so, <laughs> technically, um, he started like his audiobook fandom with like Halo, you know, because does video games. It's mm-hmm. fine. Then he took kind of a weird, like, sharp right into uh, Sarah J. Mass, A Court of Thorn and Roses. He loved the dramatic narration, which has like clanging swords and like crackling fires and stuff in the background. Um, he went through all of her backlist actually he told me if I ever do a book signing and she's there he will totally come along with me and I'm like what did the last 24 years of my life give us <laughs> <laughs> that is the level of commitment we have great <laughs> um but he ran through her backlist and KF Breen, and because her books were recommended on the back end of Sarah J Maas book uh, and then he had like this book hangover and he's like, what do I do now? And I had just finished listening to Darius, which technically is the prequel. Mm-hmm. Um if you look at it on Goodreads, it's listed as 0. 0.5 um before Dark Lover. Yeah. Um, but I'm like, you can listen to this one. They all of the guys talk like, you know, action movie dudes. So it's not like a traditional romance. And I think you might like it. Um and he also likes vampires. Um, he is now, like, all the
0: way through the series. That's awesome. Such a, I'm I mean, impressed at him. Pretty much J.R. Ward, you really can't go wrong with any of her books, because they're all awesome. So, um, and if you want to go really old school, Christine Feehan.
1: Yeah, um, I, I she's love,
0: next. I love the Carpathian series by Christine Feehan. Mm-hmm. All of them, just all of them. I've told him to go there next
1: because he's like, I have to wait until like January for the next book. Um, Well, sorry, Dem's to break. (laughs) Welcome to book hangover. Um, Drinks are on the left. group meeting is on Tuesday. Um, And I'm like, you know, but you could try, you know, this other author who has a very, very, very long backlist and see what happens um so i think she may be next i'm
0: trying to catch up to him and it's not working um i've given up trying to keep my husband and i used to be reading dates and he reads so fast and for a while i was keeping up with him but then my schedule got busy and so i didn't get a chance to keep up with him and now he's like 35 books ahead of me and i'm like dude really and he's like, That's what? That's just disrespectful. And he's just like, you should read this book series. And I said, I haven't finished this series that we were reading together. And he's like, okay, you should also read this series. And I said, well, I haven't finished the other series. I haven't even started the one you just recommended. And yeah, so by the time we get done yeah. to all of it, he's just like, "Um, I left some notes for you on the Kindle, so you could do that because he has his own Kindle and we share Aww. the KU account. So he's like, read this one, read this one, read this one. And I was like, I have like 45 other books I have to read for like interviews and such. So um right. <laughs> I'll I'll get to it, I don't know, sometime before I'm dead. You know what? That's what I need. I need we need to get to the cyborg part of life so that way I yes. can just continue reading after I'm supposed to expire. That's what I Either need. Either the
1: cyborg or the vampires need to come out of the coffin so that way we can like I, I already live, live like forever. a vampire,
0: so it works. So yeah. You're already accustomed to the sleep
1: schedule. So yeah. there would be like zero or at least a very
0: little transition. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I'm allergic it, to like ninety percent of foods, so just give me something that I can you know feed off of. That's fine. There that, you there go. go. I'm good.
1: See, yeah, we've got we've got the answers. We just need the logistics.
0: And you know, if that doesn't work, I would totally go werewolf. That would be fine with me too. I wouldn't mind. You that's know. a valid. Uh,
1: that is a valid
0: substitute. Yeah. So. I'm down with that. <laughs> whichever <laughs> you know, we've got aliens now, and now let let's just get the rest of the fant- fantasy creatures in. So. Yeah. Just, let's do this. Come on. I mean. We know you're out there. We have
1: all of the book series. Let's go. Um, yeah, because I have so many book series that are... Um, my Goodreads is... Which I will friend everyone and anyone who friends me on Goodreads, I swear. I have... It's an equal opportunity list. <laughs> um, but it's it's sad looking because like I will show it off because I'm like, look. Um, I have a very fairly substantial read list but my to be read list is uh, or want to read list is like
0: it's approaching 3000 oh my gosh and here like my Amazon list that's my to be read is like I don't know maybe like 300 deep (laughs) well part of the problem is like I'm I'm a pretty
1: active participant in doing the stuff your Kindle events gotcha yeah I may not go back and actually read or I i say that I will, but then I get distracted by bright and shiny things because that's what I do. Um, that's the ADHD brain. <laughs> tell yeah, tell everyone that you are um, spicy brained on all 80 of the HDs with um, without actually saying that you have all 80 of the HDs. Yeah, it's right like,
0: there. oh, look, you have all the books. Yes, but I don't want to touch any of them right now because I'm currently hyper fixated on this book. That's also exactly. part of the TISM brain, so the it's a
1: the Venn diagram is a circle.
0: Yes, <laughs> Again. yes, yes, it is. So we are just about out of time, and I know you and I could totally chat forever. So you're gonna just have to come back, and we're gonna have oh, to talk more. Um, the amount of time we can chat within the Discord as well. Exactly um. right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so where can people find you on social media? How can they connect with you? Um, and do you have I'm assuming you probably don't because your book's just now coming out but if you have any events coming up talk about Ooh. them as well
1: okay so I am I am on let's see I'm on the Instagram as um Eden Knox writes I do have my own website because I was a big girl and I went ahead and nailed that down um so that's um EdenKnoxAuthor.com um I'm on Twitter as Eden Knox author. Um, I do have my own Facebook page. Um, and then I have my link tree on all of the above. So if you find me on one, you can then find me on all of them. Um, and yes, tripping for num- tripping for number sixty eight is up for pre-sale um, until the eighth, and then it will be up on Kindle Unlimited and available for purchase as ebook and then also as a paperback um, shortly thereafter.
0: Yay! I love that. Oh my God, I've (laughs) never done that before. (laughs) Let's go. Yay, we're going to get all the good stuff. Um So <laughs> if you are a hockey romance fan or just wanting to support Eden, make sure you go and get a copy of Tripping for number 68. And if you are a KU user and you want to wait until after the 8th to do that, absolutely do that as well. Um Also, after you read the book, please review it because reviews help your authors more than you know. And you can take that same review copy and paste it on Goodreads or everywhere else you want. Barnes and Noble, wherever you want. wherever you want to buy your book from just go copy and paste it everywhere because those reviews help the authors way more than we can even begin to talk about so make sure you do that and if you are somebody who is like i can't afford the book and i can't afford ku go to your local library they probably won't have a copy ask them to request to get a copy if they cannot find it at another library they will purchase a copy specifically for the library so you can check it out It may take a little bit, but it will happen. So also support your local libraries, everybody. Well, Eden, this has been an absolute blast. You're going to have to come back so we can talk more because obviously you and I could talk forever. And everybody who is listening, uh, there will be several links in the show description. Make sure you check all of those out. Give Eden a follow. Check out the book. And everyone, stay safe. Take care of yourselves. Be kind to each other. And we'll see you all next time. Bye, everyone.